0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Speed of Life show. In today's episode, I am interviewing Preet Baines. Preet Baines is a certified nutritional practitioner and a registered holistic nutritionist. She has her own wellness company called Aura Holistic Health and is an expert at women's health issues, digestion, hormones, and adrenal fatigue. And we are talking all about stress in your body, how it shows up, how it's impacting your life, your mood, your sleep, your productivity, and also how to identify the different stages of burnout. So if you are an overachiever and are constantly busy, go, go, go with too many things to do and not enough time, then this episode is for you. You'll want to watch out for all of the tips that Preet gives on how you can manage your stress and how you can actually start bringing yourself down from the highest stages of burnout to the lowest stages. So stay tuned for this episode. Welcome to the Speed of Life Show, the only podcast designed for lawyers, leaders, and high achievers to help you harness your conscious and subconscious power in order to reach highest levels of success and fulfillment. I'm your host, Navneet Man. I am a success coach for professionals, a speaker, and a lawyer, and I am here to transform your life. With over a decade of experience across business, personal development, and communications, I've created the most streamlined processes to help you navigate the stresses of your high level career, learn to balance your busy life, and fast track your way to success. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. and welcome to the Speed of Life show. I'm so excited that I get to interview you and just talk about all of your work today.
1: Hi Nav, thanks for having me. I'm really honored to be here and I, I love your work. I follow your work. I listen to your podcast and it's almost like a fangirl moment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, um, that is so nice. So uh, for everyone listening, Preet, why don't you uh, introduce yourself, tell us about what you do um, and then we'll take it from there.
1: Okay, so I, my name is Preet, like you said, I'm the owner of Aura Holistic Health. So it's a wellness company and my main focus is, I'm a registered holistic nutritionist. So I help with women's, um, I, my main focus is like women's, women's health stuff. So I will focus on hormonal stuff, um, periods, as well as digestion. And um, adrenal fatigue, because that does go on. That is a component of your hormones as well, too. And I got into this field about, what, three years ago. So I was a personal trainer for, I want to say for 10 years. So I did my sports science diploma, did my personal training. And then I, um, it was, so I fell in love with it in the, in the realm of like, not for, I wasn't helping my clients aesthetically, but it was the way they felt. But then, um everyone was having like their they were still having like health issues, even though they were working out, and then it kind of led me into like, okay, what's going on, what's going on? And I had my own like journey as well, too. so um then I went into I went to pursue holistic nutrition, and that's what I did. so i did I went back to school for that, and then um but before that, I did have a burnout because I was doing a fitness competition, and when you're training, almost was it four hours a day and then I kind of hit a wall and then I didn't really get diagnosed with adrenal fatigue until three years afterwards so I know all about burnout yeah so yeah
0: oh my god there's so much I want to cover with what you just said in your (laughs) intro that was jam-packed so thank you um one of the things I want to touch on and definitely I want to get into your burnout story especially to when you you know you say it's related to bodybuilding and that image that society does have of of strength and of health right it's usually on the outside um but you mentioned that when you were a um a personal trainer you were noticing that your clients were healthy on the outside seemingly but are were still having issues um Tell us a little bit about that, um, because I think, especially my audience, a lot of people are told that if you're feeling stressed out, go work out for 30 minutes, go move your body, do this, do that, and, you know, or make the gym your regular routine. Um, Talk to me a little bit about why that in itself is not necessarily um, the solution or what you saw with your clients.
1: When I saw, when I so back then what I knew then, I was like, no, like, stress is really important. And I Worked with a lot of uh, professionals. So, like, exercise is really important to help control stress. I was like, okay, make sure you guys come in two to three times a week. And everyone was still kind of like stressed out. But now, when you look at it, um, sometimes you're causing more stress to yourself and you're filling up your bucket more and it's overflowing by just having that action of like, kind of like, getting into the gym or going to go work out. So now what I tell, so now my definition's totally changed. So it's almost like as long as you're getting some sort of activity in your life, even if it's like 10 to 15 minutes, because sometimes if you do have burnout, that whole getting ready, getting up is going to cause you more stress, which is going to put you more into like that whole cascade of again. So it's your stress markers are already high before you even are supposed to go do something that's supposed to be good for you. So even if it's like, say, 10 to 15 minutes of just like getting out and going for a walk or getting some fresh air or whatever type of body movement suits you, or like even if you love dancing, put on some music and that's it could be a stress reliever or just riding a bike, whatever, everyone's, everyone's exercise definition is different for when it comes to like helping control stress.
0: Yeah. And I like the point that you just made is that you can have this amazing plan, but if your stress levels are already so high, just being able to make it to that yoga class or go to the gym and, you know, getting yourself there can be in itself a stressful activity. Um, So how does one go and try to reduce that part of it and make it super easy? I know you said just adding little things into your life. Is there anything else that makes that process smooth so it doesn't feel like it's one more thing on somebody's list of things to do
1: so i would say it's almost like just listening to your body and being able to set up the boundaries as well too because mm-hmm. it's um and just kind of knowing your body cues as well too like say if you're you're finding that you're getting uh if you're setting your alarm for like a 5 30 workout when you only got really two hours of sleep maybe just set it up a little bit earlier when you give yourself that 30 minute window so your cortisol levels, which is your stress hormones aren't out of whack, or if your stomach is hurting, or if you have a headache, it's, those are p- certain body cues where it's like, okay, maybe it's not a good idea to go do that hard workout.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't know if yeah. that answers the question.
0: Absolutely. I think listening okay. to your body is so key. It's something that I, I preach as well is like our body knows before we do what's going on. And yeah. oftentimes we get so stuck in our head of the things we're supposed to do, right? And I know a lot of people listening are um, resonating with this because they are those high achieving performers that are checking the boxes. So it's more like, I got my workout in, good, like I did it. It becomes um, a productivity obsession, right? So I'm so productive because I did this. And sometimes people don't see 15 minutes of dancing as a cardiovascular exercise. You know it, it's too fun Like, so it has to be something so strenuous and painful for it to be productive all yeah. like, and that in itself creates that um i guess barrier and adds more stress so that's what we're trying to reduce yeah so um you talked a little bit about your own story with um competing and tell us more about that like story of stress and burnout you said that you didn't quite recognize until you were already out of it so how was that like explain that to me
1: so um because I like challenges and I like to like I'm very like make the list check it off make it like you need that challenge and it was like okay so I did my personal training I was getting my clients and I was like okay hitting my like monthly goals and I was like um so I was like, okay, what do I need? I need to do something. So I was like, the next thing I was like, you know what? Bodybuilding. That's like, it can't be that hard on my body. Or it doesn't like, I'm always at the gym anyways. And I'm eating like, I was like, okay, it's just what you just have to be more regimented in your eating. And I went down that road. So it's like what the competition was in November. And I started training. I didn't start training too far out. It was in January. So as soon wow. as I- did- yeah, that's so, not a
0: long time in the bodybuilding world no
1: right? it's not so I but like that was it yeah that's not a very long time but then so then I had to kind of almost like prove myself by like doing the four hours like doing the two hours in the morning going back in the afternoon wherever this I was at the gym so you're doing this two
0: is, hours in the morning and you're doing four hours yeah. of working out a day
1: yeah at, for wow. at least five days a week and then it's like wherever you're going you're making sure that you're you pack your meals or like it's there's no eating out you're just constantly so either if you're not at the gym you're prepping stuff, and then <laughs> um and then it was like what September came rolled around and then I had to get fitted for my bathing suit and then even then I was like why am I doing this to myself and I was like oh do I want to be subjected up there as soon as that happened and then it was almost like September happened and I just I got really sick I lost a lot of weight unintentionally and I couldn't move but then I just chalked it off as like okay, maybe this isn't for my body. So that kind of, it was like a light bulb where I, I didn't make it to that competition. Cause I was like this, cause first I, cause I was working with somebody and they're like, sorry, you, you've, you've lost way too much muscle mass. Like you can't, you won't be able to gain it back. Um, wow. cause I lost, yeah. Cause I think in, what is that a week in September I got, I lost like 15 pounds. Oh my goodness. Is that yeah. from
0: stress? Do you, do you attribute that to like the stress yeah, of the to, competition?
1: Yeah. To stress and just like kind of not sleeping properly. It was just like, it was like kind of burning. I was on burnout and then wow. I stopped kind of taking clients for a couple of months and then I was like, okay, what am I doing now? Then I started my own company. Um, so it was like, it was called machine fit then. So it was like a boot camp company. Cause I was like, I still need something to do. And I really like doing this. And then I started machine fit. So I did that for like, what, three years. And it was then after that, I went into nutrition. But when I before I went into nutrition, it was like, it came a point where so it was like, almost like you're not sleeping, because you're making sure that you're doing your like early morning boot camp. So then you fulfill your clients. And you're, it's almost like you said, you're checking off that list. And then you're doing your evening. So you're basically not like I would come home, maybe sleep for four or five hours. But then I was so used to that, that like, it felt normal for me. And like, Mm -hmm. okay, so like being bloated, I was like, okay, yeah, that's totally normal. Or having like, just being like a, now when I look at it, it's almost like you're a walking zombie or just like kind of like, just being like just a zombie. And it's like, almost like it was that adrenaline that kept me going. that I was like, oh my God, no, this, I need to do this. I need to do that. And then it wasn't until like, right before I went back to school, it was like, I started, um my so I do have food allergies so my food allergies I started almost having an allergic reaction to like food that I wasn't allergic to so my immune system was out of whack so that was one of the things I couldn't keep anything down so I had a lot of like loose stools that was another one my hair started to fall and then I was like wow. this and I became really like highly anxious and super moody so I was like so was
0: was on? that to do with your allergies or like the the hair loss that, and like the digestive issues was that all like because that those are common things that i think a lot of women and men experience but they don't really know so what's that happening has to
1: do a lot with with adrenals okay so like it was just my body like so it was like burnout so it was like stage two then i started to see a naturopath and she's like you're in like how are you functioning she's like you're in stage two burnout and then when we led it she's like how have you been going on like this I was like I don't know this feels normal to my body like I don't know anything different and then we from there then we started we worked together and then it was yeah so that was what four years ago so she we kind of attributed it to the whole bodybuilding and not being able to sleep type thing and then now uh, was it what three years later I'm kind of adapted a different type of lifestyle which I'm so grateful for Um, and then but which kind of led me into I had PCOS so which is like other hormonal issues and then Mm -hmm. also a little bit of a thyroid issue but now even sometimes when I see myself going back into old patterns it's I almost have to take a step back and kind of like refrain myself but then you go into this whole cycle of like but like why are you why is it taking you so long to do this? But then Mm. you're like keeping, it's almost like a psychological thing that you always have to tell yourself, like, no, you don't want to be at that stage where you were before. But yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that is so powerful. Like your story is, I'm sure it's resonating with so many people, because regardless of how you get to that end, you know, part, the stage the, of burnout, you're still getting there in your own way. And obviously you're, you, you know, you are the epitome of a high achiever. You're like, okay, well this, I've done this now. Now what's next? Okay, bodybuilding is next. Now I'm gonna start my own business. Then I'm gonna do this. Like you are like, you know, you're growing, you're you're reaching next levels, you're pushing yourself. And, and I always say that there is a healthy um, amount of stress that we can handle that is good for us, that is almost motivating. Um, and then there's the unhealthy, where we are not listening to our body, where we're pushing beyond our means. And we are almost wearing a badge of honor, right? Saying, I don't sleep a lot. I, you know, I run three boot camp classes, four bootcamp classes a day. I do this, I do that. It's Or I work out four hours a day. That to a lot of people is, is successful. That is saying that, wow, that's amazing. She runs her own business and she's doing all of this stuff. But on the inside, what's happening is only something you're aware of, right? Yeah. So um, some of these symptoms I want to talk about a couple of things. One, you talked about I was a walking zombie. So this, like sometimes I describe that as head fog, you know, you're not being present. So that I think is something that resonates with a lot of people as well, because you're so consumed by whatever your is the next instead of just being where you are. Um, so tell us about some of the symptoms that people can watch out for when they're going through maybe these levels of stress and they haven't quite, um, they haven't quite recognized what it is. So what are some of the symptoms that might help people see that they could be headed down this path?
1: So one of the symptoms is uh, wired and tired. Okay. That's a big one. Like so, wired and, <laughs> so wired and tired means like you, you're you on this adrenal, adrenal high, like you're just like, okay, I finished this, I can do this. But then you're when you're in bed, and you try to fall asleep, even though you're trying to get your like, like six hours of sleep, you're, it's a broken sleep, or you're sleeping for like, say two, two or three hours, you wake up, and you're like, okay, what's next? Like, I can do this. So that, and then I, what I find that it's like, a lot of people go through life thinking that normal. Mm -hmm. They're like, okay, like, even though I only slept a couple of hours, it's, I still feel like I'm ready to take on the world. So that's, that's one thing that, you know, like you're tired and wired, uh, random headaches throughout the day, or you get your energy, like your afternoon, um, your energy dip goes down. Like it's not. Yeah. You know, it's oh, the dip.
0: afternoon wall, when you just hit a wall, like after lunch, Oh my God, I've experienced that way too many times.
1: Yeah. yeah. Where you're just like, it's, it's, you're just in the wall and you're like, I don't even know what to do. And you're like, thank God I made this list in the morning where now you know exactly what you have to do, but it's like, you're doing those things mindlessly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then another one would be um, just your digestion is off. So yeah. like either you're so for low grade burnout, like, so just if it's just you're distressed, you'll have more. So say um, a slow digestion. So what I mean by a slow digestion, you're more on the bloated and constipated side. Let's say if it's chronic, you're more, your digestion is faster. So basically, essentially, whatever you're eating is going right through you. So you're having multiple bowel movements throughout the day, or you go from a cycle of having like fast and slow digestion. There's no constant. And then one of the reasons why I find that happens is because your body's in this constant flight or flight mode.
0: So mm-hmm. even if you're,
1: like, you're thinking that you're not stressed out or you're like, okay, I'm calm, everything's fine. But your cortisol levels and your um, adrenals and your other hormones are just on a high already. Like your body's not in a regular homeostasis where it's like just everything is calm. It's like just up. And then you're just eating or you're like eating in front of um, your computer. You're eating in front of the TV because you want to turn your brain off. You're reading a book or you're having like conversations to do with work or like, hey, so what's next or what's this? Um, you're you're actually not sitting there nourishing yourself. You're eating just those calories that are just going to go through you. Or empty nutrients. I shouldn't say calories. It's just everything's just going to go through you. You're not actually right. taking away from the food. It could be the most nourishing um, meal that you have in front of you, but it's not going to resonate with you or sit with you the same way it would if you turned kind of like everything off and maybe just had a conversation, just like a light conversation, or put on some music, like some. Old school music that you used to like to like mm-hmm. think. So just something that's like nineties hip hop and R and B. Yeah, basically, yeah. So something that doesn't like actually ha- like you're turning your brain off and you're eating something you're that doesn't add to, to the food. stress, right? That's the thing, yeah. Because it shouldn't be stressful. Like you shouldn't be eating on the go or eating in your car or eating in between meetings. Like yes, eating in between meetings, but like not like oh my god, I have ten minutes to eat this. It's not gonna. That's so you're not nourishing yourself, even though you think you are. So if you're not nourishing yourself, your body automatically is going to kind of slowly start to take its steps. To, oh, I, I I wouldn't love, say shut down, but like it's slowly. yeah.
0: I love that you brought this up, Preet, because it's something I myself am guilty of, you know, like I during the day, especially now working from home um, and even in general, I'll, I'll eat at my desk or at the office, I'll eat at my desk while working. And I think a lot of people will resonate with this. We, we aren't always mindful of, of nourishing ourselves. That's not even something that crosses our mind very often in, in like this rat race type of society that we're in, right? Mm-hmm. Taking a break for lunch is, is a waste of time unless you're having a business meeting or, you know, it's it, you're trying to be productive. This It's toxic. Toxic productivity is what I call it because we're being so productive at the expense of our health. So mm-hmm. I think, I mean, for everyone listening, if you're going to take something away, be mindful with your eating. I think that yeah. is such a great point that you, you brought up and also, you know, um, paying attention to the digestive issues, like actually paying attention is, is my food digesting really, really quickly or really, really slowly. And what can that mean if you don't have consistency is what I'm hearing. Right. So mm-hmm. if you don't have consistency with your sleep. You don't have consistency with your energy levels through the day or even your digestive norms, those are all signs of this, your body is going through stress as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Could you talk a little bit about the stages that you mentioned a few times is like, if you're, you know, even a little bit just for people to understand what might be a first or second stage of burnout?
1: So there's, uh, so there, it does. So like, just like layman speaking, there is just two stages but then if you were to break it down and take a look at like say all the different hormones and what your cortisol your adrenal glands all those hormones what they do it's like it's there's four different stages so stage one is stage one and two are very similar in the sense where it's very low grade you're you've been doing this for maybe what five like stress can affect your body within two weeks as well too right wow It starts maybe within that two weeks to like that year pattern where you're, um, it starts with like just kind of like insomnia almost for like maybe just two days out of the week. Then it continues, Um, a loss of appetite, brain fog, um, as well as like headaches, um, joint issues as well too. Sometimes you wouldn't attribute your joint issues because your body is just already so tense. And then you're feeling motivated, but you have that lack of motivation at the same time. If that makes sense, like you're doing, you you're doing whatever's on your list, but then at the same time you're not feeling fulfilled as you're doing it. You're just like it's, you're almost like a zombie, like you're just going through you're going through the motions. And then I feel like those two stages are very easy to get stuck on because it's almost like where it's like you're idling and pretend you're like you're like you're you're a car and you're not paying attention to certain things that are happening. And then it's like, okay, you're like, no, this is just over time, that noise in your car kind of starts to sound normal. Yes. So you're, you're like, okay, this is starting to feel normal. Like, this is just normal. No, this is like, there's nothing wrong with me. This is normal. And then you're stage three Where and four.
0: Everybody goes through this. This is, this yeah. is so normal, yeah. right? My friends yeah. are going through it because you're associated yeah. with those
1: people. Exactly. Yeah. And then everyone's talking about how, yeah, so it's like that. And then stage three and four are more like. That's it. You stage four is special. Stage three is a little bit in in between that, and then stage four is when you've just hit the wall. Like you have, you're like so out of that. Say if you work five days a week, or if you work seven days a week, you're only productive the first like two hours in the morning, and then after that, you're just like you have all these thoughts that you're like, okay, I need to do this, but you're just looking at your computer screen and you're just blank. Like you you just blank out, brain fog. Um, it's just even the thought of getting out of bed hurts your body like it or it just it like just sounds so painful just to even get out of bed where you're like no I just I can sleep I can I can be in bed or even like making choices just um like what what do you wear today what am I gonna have to eat so even things like that like even being indecisive and decisive does go into those stages so stage four is when you kind of It's not too late. You can still, but it's almost like you need to kind of take a pause from everything that was causing stressors and starting to create those boundaries and just focusing on yourself. It does take a little while because then you have to almost work backwards. You go from stage four, three, two, one. It's Ah, like, you're not just going to go from four
0: to like nothing. You need to bring yourself down slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. This is so important. I mean, this is the stuff I preach all the time with burnout, because that was my story. And I think a lot of people don't know the the stages, right? And that's something that, um, you know, even I was not aware at the time, like, oh, am I going through a high stage of burnout right now? I had no idea but i was experiencing exactly what you described i could not get out of bed like my stomach was in knots you know like the thought of i i'm getting the feeling right now it's a visceral response from your body when mm-hmm. you're in that stage because you're, everything stresses you out i couldn't decide what you know forget what to wear or anything like that like oh what kind of coffee do i want what do i want like every single decision was feeling so heavy and this was the beginning of my day. It wasn't even after I had decision fatigue at the end of the day you know and then you get more and more frustrated because you're having more uh, a harder time deciding very, very simple things. Another thing actually, I was forgetful. I would get to the car and I'm like, oh geez, I forgot my you know water bottle upstairs or I forgot this or I forgot you know my keys to my whatever my office I would I would just go through the motions but not be present. Therefore, there was just things that were falling out. And then that was stressing me out. Mm -hmm. Now now I'm wasting time or blah, blah, blah. I couldn't handle any amount of traffic. I couldn't handle anything. Like every little thing felt like it was going to be the straw that broke the camel's back until it actually did. And that's, I think it's so important for people to recognize and people that are listening is that if you are headed down those stages and you're feeling all of the things that you've described, Preet, and when, like you said, at stage four, it's not too late, but if you don't stop, your body's going to make you stop, you know? So all of the things, all of the projects that are now taking precedence over your health, they're all going to have to stop when you're no longer there to run them. Right. So that's a lot of people, you know, you hear these stories, I've read books about this. Is it just like, boom, it stops you before you can even, you know, you don't get to decide. So being able to recognize that ahead of time. And I think being so mindful of these stages that you shared with us is is just so imperative for people. So I hope that, you know, all of the listeners are really understanding that or hopefully are putting themselves like, you know, they're marking what stage they may or may not be at because yeah. they're listening to this because they're definitely resonating.
1: Yeah. Like you said, you become more irritable too.
0: Yeah. Oh it, my God.
1: And then you're oh more harder, God. you're more harder on yourself. Cause you're like, how can you forget this? You have a good memory. like, why did you forget this? Like, why did you forget that? And there's like no explanation. And then everyone around you is like, what's going on with you? And you're like, I don't know. Leave me alone.
0: Leave me alone. Right. So You're you're being irritable, not only with yourself, but with people around you, with your colleagues, with your, your family, with your partner, your, and that's impacting your relationships. It's impacting your self-esteem. It's impacting your output and your productivity at work, because now you're just in this negative space and you're just you know, it, you feel like a failure almost. Mm-hmm. And how can that be? You're so successful. You've done so much in your life. So yeah, no, th- I think this is such such an important conversation and people really need to look inward and recognize where they are and the steps that they can take in order to come down. Mm-hmm. So what advice would you give somebody um, that's listening that maybe is resonating with some of these um, early or later stages um, and symptoms of burnout that you've described?
1: Mine was like something so simple, like setting boundaries, setting boundaries is very important. So being able to say, no, you don't have to say yes to everything. Um, Also I would say getting enough sleep. Like I was, I used to work at Starbucks many moons ago. So I think that mm. kind of led me into like, okay, no, you like, you're, you're okay. You can only get a little bit of sleep. Sleep is very important because once you're sleeping, that's when your body is doing all the work. So it's like, your body's actually relaxing, your body's talking, like all the hormones are connecting, everything, everyone's like, your whole body is synergistically just working together. So every, um, so sleep is really important. Nourishing yourself properly. So taking time out for yourself to eat because that's a form of self-love and self-care. That's very important. And um, don't beat yourself out. Like, even though, yes, working out, just daily movement is important. But if you can't make it to that class and it's stressing you out even more, or you're like, you're losing sleep over it, do something else that's not serving its purpose. So that's my little tidbits. And I wish I knew this. I know.
0: This is, I'm so glad that you have such a way of breaking things down so simply and putting them in like very relatable terms, right? So just, I mean, four things that are seemingly so easy, right? Setting boundaries, learning how to say no, which is something that, people really struggle with because as a society, we want to be liked and accepted by others. But yeah. saying no is also a form of self-love, in my opinion, because, you know, if you're saying no to something, you're saying yes to yourself. And that, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. And sleeping, it's like one of my favorite things to do. Like, <laughs> Let's yeah. do more of that. But when you're so stressed out, it is hard to sleep. Like you said, you're having a broken sleep, which you guys is a sign. So listen to that if you're not sleeping through the day yeah. or through the night if answer the day, if you want, <laughs> yeah. Um, nourishing yourself, I think that for me, at least has been a really powerful takeaway, because um I think we're often not present with our food and with our body. And I know, many moons ago, I listened to Oprah talk about how she is like, she's so mindful of every single, you know, like when she's chewing, and she's swallowing her food, and she's appreciating every bite. And I used yeah. to think, who the hell has time for that?
1: But <laughs> if Oprah has time for it, we all have yeah. time for it. <laughs> yeah, we can all carve out some time for that. Yeah.
0: yeah, and it's and it's enjoyable. Your food is so much more flavorful and mm-hmm. enjoyable. And I didn't realize if you're rushing through that, you're missing that step of actually. Your body is not absorbing the nutrients. Yeah. I didn't realize that it because you think it's inside of me. My body's doing its job.
1: Yeah. Cause our body gets split into like, so especially when we're eating. So we have our parasympathetic nervous system and our sympathetic nervous system. So when we're eating, we need both our nervous systems to be turned on. But if we're eating in a hurry, we're in that flight or flight mode where our nervous, both our nervous systems are turned on, but they're up, like they're up to the wall. So you want to be able to, if they're in a relaxed state, your brain is doing some of the work as well too. So it's like our, both our nervous systems are getting nourished at the same time because uh, like, yeah they don't
0: have to be on high because no. the brain is taking off some of that load. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so amazing. Um, And then the last point that you made was don't be so hard on yourself. And I think that is also one of the most important takeaways is like, let's just be kinder to ourselves. Let's show ourselves some compassion, give ourselves some grace because we're not meant to do it all all the time, you know, mm-hmm. and this whole societal norm of being like, hustle harder, I'll sleep when I mm-hmm. die. I'm like, F that. Like, no, yeah. don't do that because that's that's adding more pressure on ourselves instead yeah. of really being kind to ourselves. So being able to just say, hey, maybe I needed rest today. Maybe the gym wasn't right for me today. Or maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, that pizza, I just wanted to eat it today. So I'm not going to beat myself up about it because it's all about balance in life, you know? So let's just, and even when it comes to work, there are days where you're probably going to be productive less and, or there's a day, days where you're going to be super productive, but just being kinder to yourself, I think is so important. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. Thank you so much, Preet. I, this was just such, um, I think an important conversation, a timely conversation that we do need to have um, in our in our world, especially when people are working from home and we're all running on overdrive, and there are no boundaries, and you know we're we're being really hard on our bodies and ourselves. So, thank you for taking the time to talk about this with me. Um, and if people want to hear more and they want to um, perhaps work with you, where can people find you?
1: thank you for having me um it means a lot i had a lot of fun actually well i was i, I didn't think i was going to have a bad time but i did have a lot of fun. Um, yeah so you can find you can email me at preet at aura holistic or you could um my website still in the works so it's oraholistichealth.ca it should be up in the next like two weeks so by the end of july as well as on social media or a holistic health
0: awesome and i will link all of that to the show notes so people can just easily click and find you go and add preet on instagram go follow her show herself love everyone she is amazing and obviously does amazing work so thank you preet i appreciate your time so
1: much thanks for having me Hey everyone,
0: I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Speed of Life show. If so, please hit subscribe and write us a review. We would love to reach more people like you and support them on their journeys. And if you are ready to reach the next level of success, want support to fast track your way to your goals, then head over to navneetman.com and book a call to chat with me about your options. Thank you again for joining me here today. I'll be back next week. Same time, same place. See you then.